We're not talking about burying a bunch of toxic waste way out in the middle of New Mexico, because that's New Mexico. Howdy. You're listening to Come and Take It, a talk show about Texas by Texans, where three friends born and raised in the Lone Star State share our views on the history, culture, and just what it means to be Texan. I'm Mike Zolkowski. I'm Sean McIver. And I'm Scott Elfstrom. San Jacinto is revered by all Texans as one of the most historically and emotionally significant sites in the Lone Star State. Today, we bring you a true tale of the battlefield, its artifacts, and how you can stop these priceless heirlooms from being destroyed. Today, come and take it as you to consider pitching in to preserve our valuable history. But first, what's your favorite defunct Texas music venue? Well, I'm going to say the Bronco Bowl uh, that used to be in South Dallas. Um, I've only been there a couple of times, but uh, one of those times was sitting on the second row to see the live Kids in the Hall show years ago. And uh, it was just a really nice kind of intimate venue. Um, And there's a lot of uh, history there. I know there were a lot of really great acts that came through there through the years. And it was really sad to see that get shut down. It's one of the few places in the world where they combined live music venue and bowling. Hey, I was there, too. I was there, too. (laughs) I was sitting way in the back because we didn't get tickets. (laughs) I am going to say a San Antonio uh, venue, which is Randy's Rodeo. And, uh, you know, all, I don't, I'm not sure of all the details, but I do know that, uh, poor Randy was killed by, uh, either a girlfriend or a fiance or a wife, but something bad happened. And, uh, after he was killed, unfortunately the, uh, Randy's rodeo was shut down, but it was a beautiful big dance hall in San Antonio. Well, I'm going to pick one of the class time places, although I think I've ever been, but a lot of people have seen it on Urban Cowboy, the movie Urban Cowboy with John Travolta from the late 70s, and this was the original Gillies in Houston, which is actually in Pasadena. And in 2003, after some hard times, it moved to Dallas, so it's in Dallas now. But that's not the real Gillies. The real Gillies was in Houston. So there you go. There you go. This week, we received a letter from Texas historical researcher and author Dr. Greg Dimmick, and we'd like to share it with you. To whom it may concern, I hate to be so impersonal in this letter, but I hope to send it to many people that I think will be interested enough in this matter to take action. As many of you know, I am a Texas History Alamo period Mexico Army nut. Since I stumbled across the Mexican Army in the Sea of Mud in 1996, I have been immersed in projects that have to do with the archaeology and history of that period. One of my greatest thrills was to be allowed to work alongside a professional archaeologist at the San Jacinto Battleground. The number of artifacts we have found and the information we have gathered at the battleground is truly amazing. About 10 years ago, due to my expertise of the Mexican Army and my love of archaeology, Dr. Demick writes, I was asked to be a member of the board of directors of the San Jacinto Battleground Conservancy. During that time, I served as chairman of their archaeology committee. This is a wonderful organization that is truly dedicated to the battlefield itself. To my knowledge, we're the only group that is in existence solely for the purpose of saving the battleground. We're all volunteers and do not profit in any form when it comes to our efforts. We have purchased property around the battleground. We have helped fund several of the archaeological excavations. We have helped TPWD with equipment. We have donated property near the battleground to the state and much, much more. TPWD, of course, is Texas Parks and Wildlife. Uh, He continues... 
In 2014, an effort was made by a private company to put dredge material in the most archaeologically sensitive areas of the battleground. They wanted to put dredge material in what is now called Boggy Bayou. At the time of the battle, there was a ravine behind the Mexican camp. When the Texans attacked on the afternoon of April 21st, the Mexicans had to cross Boggy Bayou in their flight. It is well documented both archaeologically and in archival sources that the most carnage took place in Boggy Bayou. Since the time of the battle, there has been about 8 to 9 feet of subsidence in the area, and Boggy Bayou is now at the bottom of a fairly large body of water. This is actually good news because it has kept out looters and preserved whatever artifacts are still in place. The bad news is, if they had put several feet of new dredge material on top of the site, it would make it much more difficult and expensive to do the archaeological excavations that need to be done to properly interpret the site. Luckily, we were able to stop the planned burial of Boggy Bayou in 2014, and we thought we had put that issue to rest. Just this week, we discovered that the issue is not dead and that a new company has plans to do the exact same project as was proposed in 2014. This time, the San Jacinto Battlefield Conservancy was not consulted, and the project is to commence in the very near future unless something is done right away to force this company and the Texas Parks and Wildlife to do the archaeology prior to putting the dredge material above it. In Dr. Demick's opinion, Boggy Bayou is the most important historical archaeological site in the state that remains intact. He says, I feel there is no reason whatsoever that this archaeology should not be undertaken prior to allowing any dumping of dredge material to site. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department is saying that the dumping of the dredge material is marsh restoration and will, quote, encapsulate the site for future generations. Dr. Demick totally disagrees. He says, in my opinion, this will make the site essentially inaccessible and will entomb the site until the artifacts are eventually destroyed by time and nature. And he continues. He says, this would be the perfect time for the archaeology, which should have been done years ago, to be properly done, and then the marsh restoration, which, by the way, our group is in favor of, could proceed as planned. We are perfectly willing to try to help fund this project. It will be expensive. If they are willing to hold off on the dredge material, there is no doubt in my mind that if this very important historical site was on private land, there is no way they would be allowed to follow through with the project until the archaeology was completed. I'm hoping there are enough of you that feel the same about destroying such an important part of Texas history. Remember that the San Jacinto battleground is where the Texans won their independence. As much as I love the Alamo, San Jacinto is equally important to the Texas Revolution. If you all do feel strongly about this matter, please voice your opinion to anyone you can get to listen. We are talking to Texas Parks and Wildlife, the Texas Historical Commission, the Texas Historical Society, the Texas Archaeological Society, and as many politicians as we can put this project on hold and get the archaeology done. Dr. Demick is hoping that this project will be the stimulus that pushes the state to finally professionally excavate Boggy Bayou. And he says, I want to thank you all in advance for anything you can do to make this happen. Remember San Jacinto. So what can you do? You can contact the office of the Texas Governor Greg Abbott at gov.texas.gov slash contact. Uh, you can contact your local Texas senator. Or member of, or member of the Texas legislature. Additionally, you can retweet any of the tweets we're going to send out this week about it, or you can share our Facebook posts uh, with your friends. But at the end of the day, you need to 
actually send a letter to somebody or call or contact somebody. So go to the notes page for the show, and you can find yeah. more information. And you can also contact the, the San Jacinto yeah. Battlefield Conservancy to see how you could help, uh, even if it's just through moral support or financially or however you can help them. It's it's interesting to me that here is this site that a lot of people are, are saying is very important, and yet no one feels like it's worth the time and effort to actually explore it. Well, I, it's a funny thing when people say, well, we'll just dump a bunch of material on all these artifacts that are at the bottom of this boggy bayou, and uh, you know they'll just be entombed and kept safe for right. future generations. <laughs> you know, I look, I'm yeah. okay with going out, you know, I mean, maybe it's improper to say, but, you know, we're not talking about burying a bunch of toxic waste way out in the middle of New Mexico, because that's New Mexico. We're talking about historical artifacts of the Texas Revolution, and arguably one of the proudest and most important moments in right. all of well, Texas and, history. Well, and, you know, you can only take a look at San Antonio and at the Alamo uh, to know that if you don't properly take care of your historical sites— uh, in the long run, it becomes more expensive and more difficult. I mean, there's a lot of news coming out of San Antonio that the city and the state are finally going to try to restore the Alamo site and grounds to its full condition as it was in the, during the battle. Well, if you've been to the Alamo, you know that there's a beautiful plaza there, but there's also really tacky shops right across the street, uh, and it's difficult to to do any archaeological digs in that area. Uh, to find the original walls because there's like a uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not and a bunch of T-shirt shops and and uh, and some restaurants and stuff. So, you know, the city is now the city and the state are now putting millions of dollars of taxpayer money into purchasing back that property and to restore it to where it was. And and here's an opportunity you have to do that before you lose that history. You know, if they'd thought of that, you know years and years ago when they built this Houston chip channel and other things that, that did permanently change the, the San Jacinto battlefield, you know, we would have a more close preservation of the original battlefield, but here is an opportunity this before us now, when we have the benefit of hindsight uh, to really make something happen. So every week we've been on here and we've talked about Texas history and the importance of Texas history and your part in Texas history. But right now today, this is Texas history, and you can do something to save it. So why not do your part and help out Dr. Greg Dimmick and the rest of the San Jacinto Battlefield Conservation and do your part for Texas history. Tune in next week for more great stories of Texas history. We just took this little detour because we got this letter from Dr. Dimmick, and we think this is something important that you should know about. That wraps things up for today. You can find notes and links from today's show at brainstable.com. We'd love to hear from you. So like and share us on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at Texas Podcast, or go to brainstable.com and leave some feedback. You can find our show and many other great history podcasts at historypodcasters.com. Why not follow us individually, too? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Java. I'm Max Sean with two N's. And I am Scotticus. Big thanks to Dr. Greg Dimmick for his special letter and all of the wonderful pictures he sent this week. If you like this show, and you know you do, and you like Texas, and you know you do... Why not tell your friends and please a review on iTunes because that really helps us out. It helps us to find new listeners just like you. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember that even if you aren't from Texas, Texas wants you anyway. <laughs>